0: Helping people cope with and overcome life's challenges. This is Life Transformations with Michael Hart, Canadian certified counselor and award winning psychotherapist. This is Bettina Davelmar, and welcome to the Life Transformation Show by Elam Counseling Services. Today's show is titled Protecting Against Caregiver Burnout. Maybe you've been providing help for aging parents friends, or other family members. Maybe you're on the caregiving team at your church and have been caring for the sick and the grieving. If you fall into any of these categories, today's show will be helpful and informative. Or maybe you're not in any of these categories at this point, but have parents or other loved ones who are aging and realize you will be a caregiver in the near future. This show is also for you. With me in studio today is award-winning psychotherapist, Michael Hart, who I will be interviewing about this important topic. Welcome, Michael.
1: Thank you, Bettina, for being with us on today's show and for your wonderful lead-up to this very important topic. This topic that is relevant to many of our listeners. We have an aging population here in Canada, and in North America, in general, and many of the, the the people who are listening today are caregivers or will be caregivers. What is even also important is that many of these caregivers are at the risk of caregivers burnout, and we want to be able to help people by in, by talking about this today, so that we can protect people and prevent people from falling into that uh, place, that terrible place of having a burnout as a result of being a caregiver. So we're going to be talking about certain signs that you need to pay attention to and that if you see these signs, you know that you're entering close to the risk of uh, of having a burnout. But before we go into today's show, I want to welcome all our listeners and also for first time listeners, if you're not familiar with Elim Counseling Services. We are a professional organization that provides professional counseling from a Christian perspective. We are a nonprofit organization that also provide rates that are far below industry average, and uh, many people are able to get help with us due to... Uh, Donations that are made by our listeners and by others who support this ministry. So if you have been listening to this show and you haven't contributed to this ministry as yet, please consider doing so because that will go a far way in helping us to help Others, you can get a hold of us by calling 1-877-544-3546 or by going to our website at elimcounselingministry.com. dot Elm is spelled E L I M counseling with two L's ministry dot com. And so, Bettina, this is such a very important show, as I said before. And I wanted to start out by talking a little bit about some statistics about caregivers. Mm-hmm. The rate of caregiving is growing very fast. More than 8 million Canadians provide care to a family member or a friend at present. It is said that nearly 3 in 10 people are caregivers. 44% of these caregivers are between age 45 and 54. And these people are caring for parents and for children, some of whom have disabilities. 54% of the caregivers are women. More than 1 million of these caregivers are over 65. What is also very interesting is that the number of seniors requiring care is set to double over the next 15 years. And so these statistics by Statistics Canada paint a very, a very, uh, I would say, diaportrait of caregiving and the extent at which it, it is becoming necessary and will become even more necessary. But what is also uh, important to note and also troubling is that at the rate, as the rate of people providing caregiver goes up, so will be the the frequency. Are the percentage of people who will have caregiver burnout. So today, as we talk about protecting against caregiver burnout, this is a very pertinent and important subject.
0: You're so right. It's such an important topic. And, you know, I wonder if you can, Michael, define what a caregiver is.
1: If at any time over the past year you have provided unpaid help for a friend, a relative, or for someone with disability or or some kind of illness, you probably are a caregiver. Right. Also if you're if you are involved in assisting these persons with things like taking them to their doctor's appointment, uh, taking care of their their finances, taking care of their personal needs or medical needs. You are probably a caregiver. And also, if the, the person who needed help is living in in your own home, or maybe in their own home, let's say it's an aging parent, but you have to go to that parent home to assist them, or in some other place, or maybe even in a nursing home, if you have to do any of these things, you are probably a caregiver. And we are not talking about uh, professional caregivers in this context today. We are talking about even though some of the the, the the tips that we are going to be using in this show can be helpful for people who are professional caregivers, we are talking about the layperson out there. Like in your introduction, you talk about being on the care committee of your church, right. or or taking care of a, a aging family pair, taking care of aging parents. If you fall into any of those categories, then you are a caregiver.
0: So, Michael, you talked about the different categories of caregiving. So are there any other categories? Yes.
1: Yeah, so caregiver in general, we talk about the percentages of, of, of caregivers and people who are, you know, taking care of of. of uh, people in their church, people who are taking care of family members, aging parents. But apart from that, caregiving can be broken down into different categories. For example, there there are those who are taking care of people and they they are occasional caregivers, so they have very little strain. They might take a meal to a family once in a while. Uh, that is about thirty-three percent of of people who who provide care. Mm-hmm. These people report no strain whatsoever. Then you have the people who are moderate caregivers who who feel some strain from caregiving, and this is about four to nine percent of the people who give care. But the group that we are zeroing in on today in this podcast is the eighteen percent of people. have a lot of strain, who feel a lot of strain from the caregiving that they're doing. So these people are not the occasional caregiver. These are the people who day after day provides care for someone. And it's something that is always on their mind that they do again and again and again. And uh, those categories of people, there are statistics that show that they're at certain health risk. And uh, some of the statistics are really very frightening. And I think this makes it even more important for for caregivers, the self-care, 63% of, of people who are, are high-strain caregivers, I should say it this way, people who are high-strain caregivers, that 18% that we have just talked about, right. are at a 63% increased risk for mortality, These people who are high-strain caregivers also have a 12% increased risk of developing a stroke. And so when we are talking about self-care here, it's very, very important because the consequences of not taking care of yourself as a caregiver can be very, very costly.
0: This is really, really significant, that 18% high strain caregivers that you're talking about, 33% risk of mortality. That's incredible. Michael, I'm wondering if... Actually,
1: it, it's a 63% percent increased risk yes. of mortality.
0: That's high. That's, yes, that's, that's pretty really high. high. And,
1: and and the risk of stroke as well is also very high. Mm-hmm. So it's very important to... to Take care of yourself. A twelve percent increase risk of having a stroke is very, very high, mm-hmm. and so it's important for us to take care of ourselves.
0: That's right. So I'm guessing that burnout is a big factor here. What exactly would be burnout, Michael? When we talk about burnout, it's important for us
1: to have a clear idea in our mind as to what we are talking about here. We are not just talking about someone who maybe you know one day you just feel like, "Oh, I don't feel like doing this today." Burnout is when the the, the caregiver becomes depleted. This is the it's the depletion of a person's physical emotional and spiritual energy. So when you're taking care of a caregiver it's very important for you to take care of yourself as well because right. burnout could be a consequence and, and as a as a passage of scripture I wanted to look at today uh, 1 Kings 1 verse 1 to 3 because in that passage of scripture in 1 Kings chapter 1 we have an example of a young girl who was called to be David's caregiver. And I'll, I'll read those three verses, and then we'll we'll talk about it a little bit. So verse 1 uh, to 3 reads, Now King David was old and advanced in years, and though they covered him with blankets, he could not get warm. So his servants said to him, Let us search for a young virgin, for the king, for our Lord the king, to a Tend to him and to care for him and lie by his side and keep him warm. then they searched out Israel for a beautiful girl and they found Abishag, the Shumanite, and brought her to the king. So here we have this young girl who is now called to be by David's side to keep him warm and to make sure that as the king spent his last few years in this life, that he's warm and that he's taken care of. Yeah. So we may read the scripture and we may just pass this off as, oh, this, this girl, Abishag, she was called to look after David. Mm-hmm. But what about Abishag? What about the sacrifices that she has had to make?
0: Absolutely. As a
1: young girl? Mm-hmm. What about her life? What about the things that she is sacrificing to be by David's side? Right. And did she become a subject of burnout? Did Mm. she become wary in taking care of the king? Mm -hmm. And so when we read these passages, we have to think about them from the standpoint that we are not just talking about some historical figure here. We're talking about real human beings with real lives. This girl probably had her own dreams, her own aspirations. And now she is summoned to take care of the king. So maybe you are you're listening to this show today and you had plans and dreams for yourself, but the hand that life has dealt you has necessitated that you become a caregiver. And now you're in this situation where you're taking care of someone day in, day out, out of necessity. And it's not it would not be your first choice to be in that situation. But out of a sense of love for this person and duty and out of a sense of your your Christian heart, you are now playing this role, the role that Abishag played for King David.
0: Right. And so I can see where burnout could really come into play here because day in, day out, you're with uh, that loved one. And so what would be some of the signs associated to burnout? How would we know?
1: All right. if, you're, if you're taking care of someone, it's very important that you pay attention to these five signs. The first sign that starts very subtly but becomes worse with time is that you will start feeling less energy. So you begin to feel like you're not as energetic in doing, maybe you started out and you had a lot of, a lot of energy taking care of this parent or this friend or you're on the, the care committee of your church and you're really very, very enthusiastic about doing this task. But, Somewhere along the line, you begin to feel tired. Mm-hmm. That's the first sign. Now, right. if this sign is not attended to, then it takes us to the, the second sign, and the second sign is where you begin to feel sick and run down. The third sign of being of experiencing burnout is becoming exhausted, and if you find yourself feeling exhausted even after a good night's sleep. It's a sign that you could be entering into burnout. So that's the third sign. The fourth sign is if you get to what we call compassion fatigue. And compassion fatigue is when you are at this point where you just don't care anymore. You don't have compassion passion you begin to feel resentment for the person and you might even have death wish for the person just wishing that this person would pass on into the next life so that you don't have to give care anymore so this compassion Fatigue is also a sign that you're nearing burnout. And yes, it doesn't mean that you're evil if you start having these thoughts mm-hmm. about the person passing on. It's just that you're you're exhausted. You're you're you've gone through through less energy, you've become sick and run down, you're exhausted and now you're 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 emotions are saying you need to get out of this and one way of getting out is the person passing on. So this is a very serious sign. And then the fifth sign is if you begin to feel hopelessness, like you just begin to get to this point where not only you you don't care anymore, but you begin to feel hopeless about your life. And this is a sign that you're entering into Depression. So those are the five signs. So if you're, if you have just joined us, you're listening to the Life Transformation Show. I'm, I'm your host, Michael Hart of Elam Counseling Services, and with me in studio today, my co, co-host, Bettina, and we have been discussing this topic of protecting against caregivers burnout and we have just listed five of the signs that you're entering burnout so if you have missed those signs this show will be up on our youtube channel and so you can just go to our website at elmcounselingministry.com and there is a link there to the website Uh, YouTube channel, and there are over 200 videos. There are podcasts there that you can listen to, and they cover a wide range of mental health topics from a biblical perspective.
0: Now, Michael, I can just imagine as a caregiver, when you start to experience burnout and then compassion fatigue, how you're just basically going through the motions, basically just taking care of that uh, loved one, and you're just going through the motions, but your your health is now becoming uh, uh, in danger.
1: Yes, and, and so that's such a, a good uh, point to raise, uh, Bettina, because a caregiver, if you find that you are showing any of these signs, It's not enough to just keep plugging away at what you're doing. There are some changes that you need to make. And Mm -hmm. so when we're protecting against caregivers' burnout, we are going to be giving you some things that you can do to begin to safeguard against having this burnout. So even recognizing the sign is part of that Uh, protection against burnout, these five signs that we have just talked about. Mm -hmm. But in addition to that, there are some practical things that you can do to help with burnout. So one of the first thing that you can do if you are having this, if you're beginning to see this sign, is that you should ask for help.
0: Absolutely. Many
1: caregivers, uh, maybe from, uh, psychological factors such as being perfectionist. If I don't do it, it won't be done well. Mm-hmm. Not trusting others or having psychological issues that are, that have not been dealt with, such as trying to win the love and approval of the person that they're giving love to. Uh, they just want to keep doing and doing and doing and to do everything. So if any of these factors are making you uh exhaust yourself and you're seeing the sign it is important that you you ask for help ask others to be involved in providing care and in other words take a break from from the caregiving and get other people involved maybe you have other siblings or friends or a member of your church who would be willing to give you a hand with what you're doing
0: That this is very important too. Uh, what else could we could a person do um, once they exhibit, they they recognize that uh, they they are experiencing burnout.
1: It's also very, very important for you to exercise, Mm -hmm. you know, to take time away to to look after your own your own health and exercise is a good way of helping yourself. So it is recommended that for caregivers that you walk at least three times a week for at least twenty minutes each time. So not only do you need need to take a break, you need you and, and ask for help, you need to exercise. And we see in the example of Jesus that Jesus did a lot of these things uh by 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 what what by how he 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 helped the people around him, and I just wanted to read a scripture here from Luke five fifteen and sixteen, and it shows that Jesus, by doing this one thing, uh, helped was helping himself as well. It says, But when the news about Jesus spread all the more, and the great crowds came out to hear him and to be healed of their their sickness, yet he frequently withdrew to the wilderness to pray. So this is Jesus taking a break, taking time away, and going into the wilderness to pray. And by going into the wilderness, I think he's also walking. He's also going a distance to pray. And so he's, he's exercising. And this also takes me to my, my third point, which is your spirituality. So Jesus is doing these three things all in one. He's, he's, he's taking a break. He's recognizing that he needs to take time, time away. He's exercising. But he's also bringing in the spiritual element in, t- in self-care and this is important so if you're a caregiver you need to also take care of the spiritual side of your life spend time to be still and to pray and to put put your needs before, before God and to put the needs of the person you're helping before God and these kind of spiritual exercises when you do them can also help with that sense of hopelessness that I talked about mm-hmm. As one of the sign of of burnout,
0: and so we have um, taking a break as an option, asking for help, and then exercising is number two, and then sp- three spiritual health taking time to pray, taking time away uh, just to to meditate on the Word of God and pray what else would there be? It's also
1: important to pay attention to your nutrition. A lot of uh, caregivers who suffer burnout start doing things like missing meals, going without food, or eating on the run. So they're not eating healthily. They're grabbing this, uh, these, these fast food and they're saying, I have no time, I have to, to give care. But it, by doing that, you're like the man that's chopping down the tree and saying, I can't take time to stop to sharpen my axe. I gotta keep going. And but you're not being effective anymore because the axe is dull. And so if you're not doing these things, so by, by taking time to eat well, you're you're sharpening your axe. By exercising you're sharpening your axe. By taking time away and asking for help, you're you're sharpening your axe. And so it's important to 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 pay attention to nutrition. And the final thing that I would like to talk about today on the self-care is the importance of community. A good way to self-care is to avoid isolation. As a matter of fact, in a 2010 review of 148 studies, they found that people who are isolated were more at risk than those who drank, smoked, or were obese. So it's important not to isolate. The Apostle Paul talks about not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, even more so as the day of the Lord approaches or something to that effect. So in essence, what he's saying, as the time becomes more desperate, as things become more, more hard, it's important, it becomes even more important mm-hmm. that you do not isolate yourself from the body of Christ. And so this is also true for, for non believers. Maybe you don't have a church community, but if you're a caregiver, it's important that you find people with whom you can you can fellowship, with whom you can spend time and do not isolate yourself because in so doing you're making yourself more prone to to becoming to having a burnout as a caregiver so I, I wish I had more time to go into this there are a few things I would like to say about each of these items mm-hmm. but if you have any question we are going to be available to discuss this with you, and if you need help, we are a professional counseling organization that can provide help for you. So if you need help, you can give us a call at one eight seven seven five four four three five four six, 544 3546 or you can go to our website at elmcounselingministry.com. ELIM is spelled E L I M, consign with two L's ministry dot com. And remember that on our YouTube channel. There are over 200 helpful videos, some of which go more deeply into burnout. And so you can access those resources by going to our website and clicking on the YouTube link at the top right hand corner of our website page. So, Bettina, thank you so much for being here with me in studio today to discuss this very important topic. As we said, we have an aging population and more and more of us are becoming caregivers.
0: Thank you Michael this was an extremely important topic about protecting against caregiver burnout
1: and so until next time this is your host Michael Hart of Elim Counseling Services
0: and Bettina Davomar
1: praying together that God would bless you in all your relationships and keep you sound in mind and pure in heart